Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New polling is out. Joe Biden's standing has hit a new low amid the Israel-Hamas war as young voters are breaking from Joe Biden, helping give Donald Trump a narrow lead for the first time ever in an NBC News polling. The gap, don't worry, they'll tell you, is within the margin of, you guessed it, error. But it's still shocking when you hear them actually talk about this on Meet the Depressed this morning. Take a listen to what they had to say. As the war between Israel and Hamas rages on, it is having a transformative impact in our politics. We have a brand new NBC News poll out this morning, which shows the toll it is taking on the president. I'm joined now by national political correspondent Steve Kornacki to take us through the numbers. Steve, some real stunning highlights here in this poll. Absolutely. And I think you're right to set it up that way. What's happening in the Middle East, it really does seem to be connecting with what's happening domestically in our politics. Let's start with the bottom line here. President Biden, what is his job approval rating? We measure it now at 40 percent with 57 percent disapproving the significance. That is the lowest President Biden has ever measured in our poll in terms of job approval. And just look at the sea change from the start of this year. Remember, early this year, Democrats coming off a strong 2022 midterm. He was almost even. Now he's 17 points underwater on this question. Significant dip there, Steve. It it is. And you can actually, if you take a look here by party, I think it's significant for two reasons. One, independence, obviously, more than two to one disapprove. You don't want to be there as an incumbent president, but I think equally significant, no surprise, 7% of Republicans approve of Joe Biden's job performance, but three times as many Democrats, 21%, that's more than one in five, 
say they disapprove. You need much more unified support in your own party if you're going to have a successful re-election campaign. And we mentioned the drop in that approval rating and the connection to the Middle East. And here it is. On foreign policy, 33% approve of Joe Biden's job performance just in September. We asked the same question, and it was 41.53. These numbers surprised our own pollsters, Steve, with one saying he cannot remember a time when a foreign entanglement that didn't involve U.S. troops had the capacity to transform the electorate. And that's not the case in this poll. No, and it, go even a step further on this one. I think this jumps out at you, too. Overall, this is the handling of the Israel-Hamas war. And again, it kind of measures overall up with Biden's foreign policy approval. But look at this. Among the oldest group of voters, 65 Mm. plus, there's a majority who approve of how Biden is handling this. That's plus 12. Look at the youngest group of voters. 20 approve, 70 percent disapprove. He is 50 points underwater with the youngest group of voters. That is a 62-point net swing between youngest and oldest on this topic of Israel and Hamas. And it's a cr- by, by the way, let me explain why so you understand this, right? How did Biden's standing hit a new low over the Israel-Hamas war with young voters breaking with Biden? They're angry with Biden, the left is, because he's not defending Hamas. Young people in this country believe that, that Palestinians and Hamas, because of so much propaganda that has been put out there on places like TikTok, are having a, a huge impact on young people. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. TikTok is owned by China. What we have seen recently is a massive amount of propaganda, pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian propaganda, and anti-Israel propaganda that has been pushed out in a very, very orchestrated way from China. It is all over the timelines, the feeds of young people that are on social media. We saw something else happen last week that was even more shocking. It was a viral video that started to take place of people saying they understood why Osama bin Laden attacked America, encouraging people to read Osama bin Laden's uh, letter to America that justified, in his mind, 9-11. This type of propaganda that's being put out there on social media is having a big impact on young people. And it went viral. There were tens of thousands and millions that reposted videos and made videos supporting Osama bin Laden and saying, these are Americans, by the way, American young people who are 20, 23, 24, 25, down to 15, 16 years old, who are making videos saying that they actually believe that Osama bin Laden was justified in his attack of 9-11. Now, you think about that for a moment, and that is unbelievable, right? I mean, if you really, really, really think about this and what this means, it is truly shocking. It's unbelievable that this is even happening. And yet, this is how you can change a country and a generation. And what China understands, as the owner of TikTok, is they can put out propaganda like supporting Osama bin Laden and justifying his 9-11 attack at the same time that you're attacking Israel and justifying Hamas's terrorist attack and the beheading of children and the brutality of children 
cutting their heads off, cooking them in ovens. One of the babies, by the way, that was cooked in an oven alive, we found out from New Intel, the mother was not only forced to watch the baby cook alive, but she was actually being raped by Hamas fighters while her child, her infant child, was being cooked alive in the oven. And the majority of young people in this country think that those atrocities are justifiable against Israel. Let that sink in. I'm going to say that again. The majority, okay, the majority of people in this country that are younger believe that the atrocities that are being committed, the the hostages that are taken, the women that are being raped, the children that were left with in their cribs with knives stuck into their chests where they would bleed to death, and babies being beheaded, infant children being beheaded by Hamas, is justifiable violence. Because they believe, they truly believe, that Israel is the bad guy because of the propaganda that has come out. Now, why are these young people turning on Biden in that context, I think you can understand it very easily. They believe that Joe Biden should be backing Hamas and backing the Palestinians and demanding a ceasefire. That's what this means, folks. Plain and, plain and simple. That is what this means. And they believe that this should happen. They believe that it's important for it to happen. And they're willing to leave Joe Biden, the woke liberal. And this is what happens with these socialists and communists, okay? These socialists and these communists that they have bred are now turning on the party that created them. They bred them. And now they're turning on them. No one should be surprised by this in the Democratic Party. I'm, by the way, not surprised about this at all. And neither should you. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say the only one, I mean it. They're the only one. They make a huge difference every time that you pay your bill because they actually give back to conservative causes and organizations to help you stand up for what you believe in. While you're paying a bill, you're going to have anyways. This is the part that I love about Patriot Mobile. They're making a difference every time you pay your bill, every time you make a phone call, every time that you send a text message. Patriot Mobile actually gives money back to protect First and Second Amendment rights, to protect the lives of unborn children. And that's what they're doing right now as they celebrate their 10th anniversary. If you switch right now to Patriot Mobile, they are going to give a donation to help protect life and to help mothers choose life to an organization that does everything they can to protect the lives of unborn children. Then every month when you pay your bill, they're going to continue to support the causes that I just mentioned. And this is exactly why you need to make the switch. If you're tired of woke companies, switch your cell phone to Patriot Mobile. Whether you are a business, a small business, or just a family, you can switch and they make switching easy. They have a 100% U.S.-based call center, making switching extremely easy. You're going to get nationwide coverage, unlimited talk and text, and usually save real money on your bill. 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. 
972 Patriot or go online to patriotmobile.com slash Ben. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ben or 972 Patriot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If if you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets, Meets World House. House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> You're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, that's, that's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. We were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There's also something else that's happening right now, and it's outside. Uh, of these poll numbers. That is the Democratic Party right now is trying to figure out, keyword, how to get rid of Joe Biden. They realize that it's not going well for Joe Biden. They realize that things aren't looking good for him, and that means things might not look good for the Democratic Party. Remember, the Democratic Party, there can be some serious problems. And the problems that can happen within the Democratic Party are that down-ballot races 
can be affected in a very big way. Down ballot races can collapse. I want to make that clear. Can absolutely collapse if you have a candidate that's dragging down the ticket at the top. And that would be Joe Biden. Joe Biden right now is about to turn 81 years old. And listen to what CNN said about him turning 81. And again, this is they have on the bottom of the page. Trump leads GOP polls as rivals battle for second. And then they move to Biden. And here's what they say. Speaking of Biden's numbers, tomorrow, Biden turns 81. Happy birthday, Joe Biden. If you're watching, happy birthday, Joe Biden. You're turning 81. Uh, That's a milestone that is unlikely to quiet the persistent concerns within his party about his age. Although you heard Ron DeSantis talk about Donald Trump's age this morning, which was interesting. America's uh, oldest president and his team say age is just a number. But Obama advisor David Axelrod says they need to face reality. Quote, I think he has a 50-50 shot here, but no better than that. Maybe a little worse, he says. He told Maureen Dowd. He thinks he can cheat nature here, and it's really risky. They've got a real problem if they're counting on Trump to win it for them. I remember Hillary doing that, too. Okay, Okay, well, Donald Trump's birthday is June 14th, and he will turn 78. So I, I do think at the end of the day, once this campaign has started in earnest, this discussion of age is going to sort of move to the side. It doesn't mean that voters aren't concerned. Of course they are. We see that in the polling. The president has acknowledged that. The president's team has acknowledged that. But at the end of the day, people vote based on what the uh, person is going to do for them, for their lives. And so when the conversation is, what is Joe Biden's agenda of protecting freedoms, of expanding power for the middle class, of raising wages, how does that compare to Donald Trump's consistent effort to take away your freedom to vote, to take away your right uh, to get an abortion? That conversation is going to be a different conversation than the one we're having right now. It doesn't mean the campaign's ignoring age, well, yeah. but it means at the end of the day, voters Listen. go to the ballot box based on what the I president's going to do for them. Democrats may be sleeping on a generational issue that could be significant in the election, which is the support for the Israel-Hamas war. When you look at the numbers of where young progressives are, or anyone young and left of center, it is not where Joe Biden is. I'm close to where Joe Biden is on the issue. That could be something that could either leave young voters home or could actually get them rallying against him in a significant way. Can I just say, my last job in the Biden campaign was to actually engage young voters, black voters, building the coalition. This time, four years ago, Joe Biden was almost at the exact same position. Most people in the Democratic Party did not want him to be the Democratic nominee. The job of the campaign, and now he is governing, is to go out and meet voters where they are. You are right. A lot of young progressives are not happy. But we also had the deputy security director on today talking about how they are going and working with and doing negotiations to, one, get the hostages back and to pause the the atrocities that are not just happening on October 7th, but are also happening in Palestine right now. So I think you are seeing the the Biden administration listening to its base, listening. It might not get all all the way there, but that is what you're supposed to do as a campaign. Do, Do you hear this? Like, this is the Democratic Party. They're freaking out. And the supporters of Joe Biden are also freaking out. They're freaking out, folks, because they they don't know what to do now. He's turning 81. His poll numbers are dropping like a rock. He doesn't know what to do. He has no idea. I'm referring to the president. What's going on? Right? Has no clue. Has no idea. Doesn't know what's happening. Can't figure it out. So that's a problem for him. 
The people around him now are a problem because they also don't know what to do. They're confused. Do we get rid of him? How do we get rid of him? He's the president of the United States of America. What does it look like if we get rid of him? How will that play with our base? How will that play with older people? Will Biden supporters, if we get rid of him, then leave us and run in the other direction? You see where I'm going with all this. The Democratic Party right now, this is a full-on war like you've never seen before. This is a war that they can't understand. They can't figure it out. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to talk about it. They just don't understand. They are so concerned now about what the future looks like for them. They cannot comprehend how do you move on from this and what does that look like if you move on from this. That's the problem. Now, there's also another issue. Who do you go with? If you get rid of him, who do you go with? And that's the other aspect of this. But notice that the Democratic Party throughout the entire conversation that we just had, okay, the Democratic Party is dead. It's now a socialist party. That's the part here that you need to understand. They're no longer Democrats. They're socialists. They're communists. And these young people right now, I go back to the point he made. Listen, listen carefully. Overall, this is the handling of the Israel-Hamas war. And again, it kind of measures overall up with Biden's foreign policy approval. But look at this. Among the oldest group of voters, 65 plus, there's a majority who approve of how Biden is handling this. That's plus 12. Look at the youngest group of voters. 20 approve, 70 percent disapprove. He is 50 points underwater with the youngest group of voters. That is a 62-point net swing between youngest and oldest on this topic of Israel Hamas. And it's a critical group of voters that he needs in order to win re-election, that's for sure. Critical view, group of voters. So the young people in this country have turned into full-blown socialists. That's what this tells you. They are no longer Democrats. The Democratic Party is no longer the Democratic Party. That's the other part of this that you really, really, really need to understand. These are full-blown socialists and communists that are the Democratic Party. And what they are doing is they are forcing the Democratic Party to lose what they used, what they were. They were a, a, a group of individuals that you could at least have a conversation with 20 years ago. That party is dead. The Democratic Party is dead. The Democratic Party is now a socialist party. That's who they are. The Democratic Party is a party of individuals that are standing next to terrorists. That's also who they are. Don't tell me I'm wrong. They're the ones that are abandoning Joe Biden because he's not standing with Hamas. By the way, the Democratic Party now pretty clearly hates Israel. Why would I say that? I'll tell you exactly why I would say this. The reason why I would say it is because 
The Democratic vote party voted unanimously to not send emergency military aid to Israel this past week. Not a single Democrat, not a single Democrat voted yes. Let that sink in. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this. That's, day. Day. that's we the We didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh, my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. There's also something else interesting that's happening in the political world. That is a warning to Democrats, and that is this. A populist libertarian has just won the presidency of Argentina in a landslide. The socialists there are absolutely shocked. The results are not what they expected. And what does this mean? And could this have an impact on this election? An economist there, a cable news fixture who was elected to the Argentinian Congress, Argentine Congress, 
Riding a wave of anti-socialist sentiment in 2021 was elected to the nation's presidency on Sunday. That economist, Javier Malay, was a man that many said was Donald Trump 2.0. He will take office on December the 10th. He campaigned as a, quote, libertarian, a capitalist anti-socialist leading his young political movement. Liberty advances against the long-standing socialist establishment in Argentina. As a Latin American libertarian, he also took socially conservative positions that do not align with the common understanding of mainstream liberalism or libertarianism, I should say, excuse me, in the United States, such as opposing the legislation of abortion and discouraging business dealings with communist countries including one of Argentina's top trading partners, China. The candidate representing the socialist, the current Minister of Economics, announced to his supporters before official election results had been published that he had called this conservative man to concede the presidency, which was a shock. With 86.59% of vote tallied at press time and published by the Argentina's election authorities. The conservative received 55.95% of the vote, compared with 44.04% for the socialists. A double-digit lead made especially notable because the socialists defeated this same candidate in the first round of voting on October the 22nd. So what changed? Well... What we know is in the country of Argentina, they've got some real problems. They have what is being referred to as a unprecedented economic crisis. It is also fueling skyrocketing inflation. Sound familiar? Joblessness and social anxiety in the country. Also, high crime. Fernandez chose not to run for re-election as the president of that country and the presumed candidate expected to replace him, current Vice President Cristina Fernandez, also chose not to run after being convicted of corruption crimes in late 2022. Courts found her both guilty of engaging in corruption and covered by prosecutorial immunity laws. So the Vice President, who has also served as both President and First Lady, chose to abstain from entering the race. Sound familiar? Does this sound a lot like Joe Biden and the Biden crime family? Now, Massa delivered a speech as campaign headquarters in which he urged supporters to wish the new president luck and work to improve the lives of Argentines collectively. Saying this, I want to say that obviously the results are not what we expected. There was shock in the crowd as the election results were not yet available. He said, quote, And I have communicated to the victor. I have congratulated him and wish him luck because he is the president of the majority of Argentines and who they chose for the next four years. Speaking over some jeers, Massa added, I did it. I did it convinced that the most important thing we have to leave Argentines with is the message that coexistence, dialogue, And respect for peace is important before so much violence and disqualification 
is the best path that we can take. This, again, is a shock. Alberto Fernandez posted a message on Sunday night assuring the public that he would aid the new conservative in organizing an orderly transition of government, as this will take place, obviously, very quickly. The people have expressed their will. He wrote, millions of Argentines voted and defined the destiny of the fatherland for the next four years. I'm a man of democracy, and I don't value anything more than the popular will. I trust that as soon as tomorrow, we will begin to work to guarantee an orderly transition. Now, this is truly unbelievable because this Liberty Advance Party first entered the Argentine Congress in just 2021, giving the new president his first political experience and rising at the expense of both the socialists and the unpopular center-right establishment. I'm going to say this again. Doesn't this sound incredibly familiar right now to the United States of America? My point is, keep your eye on the ball. Focus on what this opportunity could look like for all of us. Make sure that we get along. Make sure that we don't shoot people within our own party. Because what we know right now is Biden's approval rating is the lowest ever measured in this new NBC poll. I go back to what was said here. Kristen Welker at NBC says, quote, as the war between Israel and Hamas rages is having a transformative impact on our politics. We have a brand new NBC poll out this morning, which shows the toll it's taking on the president. Yeah. It's taking a toll on him. And the reason why it's taking a toll on him is because they have created, I'm referring to the Democratic Party, an obsession with socialism, an obsession with communism among young people. And those young people don't like Joe Biden and the fact that he is not supporting the terrorist organization of Hamas and the Palestinians. And they hate Israel and they've grown these socialists and communists to hate democracy, to hate freedom, to hate religion, and to hate Israel. The Democratic Party did this to themselves. Look at what's happening in all these different cities around the country that are hardcore leftist cities. They're going into ruins. Look at San Francisco. Look at Baltimore. Look at Detroit. Look at St. Louis. Look at Memphis. Look at New Orleans. Look at Atlanta proper. All of these places, what's happening? What's happening? You know, you also have a a divide in this country, and it comes down to, I, I would say, idiots that think that they know something about politics that are now continuing to show their AWS, but they are having a massive influence, okay, a massive influence on young people. A perfect example of that is the Mavericks, Kyrie Irving, showed up to the post-game presser wearing a Palestinian scarf. That's what he was wearing at the NBA post-game press conference for the Dallas Mavericks. I want you to think about what message that sends. You also have propaganda that's hitting in this country in a way that we've never seen before. Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. One of the things that's happening right now that we have never seen before is Ohio. A man there faked anti-Palestinian 
hate crime and injuries caused by his own brother, just hoping that he could get this country to turn against Jewish people. The problem is he did it to himself. Sounds a lot like Jesse Smollett, doesn't it? Remember when Jesse Smollett was riding the Black Lives Matter wave and paid some guys to rough him up and put a noose around his neck to start a race war in this country? Oh, wait, it never happened. Now you have the same exact thing with this guy. And thank goodness the Ohio police figured it out. Now the man faces multiple criminal charges after claiming to be the victim of anti-Palestinian hate crime and what police now believe was a completely fabricated story. The 20-year-old Hasham Ayad of North uh, uh, of Ohio was allegedly faked attacked in a hate attack telling officers they'd been hit by a car in a, quote, racially motivated incident because he was Palestinian. Never happened, folks. It never happened. Last month, Muslim groups and various influencers made the story go viral about a Muslim man who said he was seriously injured by a car driven by a person who screamed, kill all Palestinians and long live Israel. Now they say it never happened. This is your democratic socialist communist party. This is what socialists and communists will do. And this is why this election coming up is so damn important. Please make sure you share this podcast wherever you are on social media by hitting that little forward button. Also, make sure you write us a five-star review. It helps us reach more Americans, and we will see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 